Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, all of you on Zoom, all of you on ACB Media listening in through your uh, devices. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming. This is Paul Foundation presents A Cat in the Kitchen. My name is Hayala Spinal. I will be moderating. I'm one of the site loss instructors. Um, Kat Rogers will be facilitating, and Ms. Teresa Christian will be our uh, resident ACB host, uh, taking care of us and protecting this Zoom call and taking all the hands. Uh, as a reminder to everybody, please remain muted. Please, please remain muted. Uh, not only out of respect for the, the, the room, the facilitating and the topic, but also because some individuals here are also hard of hearing. Keep that in mind. You may not be aware of your background noise, but there may be background noise. Um, Whole Foundation and Learning Center has been, uh, was established in 1962. Long time ago, 60 years ago. Wow, it's been a long time. It's beautiful 22 acre campus in Sandy, Oregon, right outside of Portland. Um, we would welcome you uh, to to come to one of our seminars and getaways at 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 Oral Hall or um, online virtually. We will give you information on that towards the end of the call. But with that, uh, I want to make sure that you guys know how to mute and unmute yourselves. And with that, I'll take it to Teresa. Okie dokie. Probably most of us know, but just in case, <laughs> quick reminder, if you're on a PC, to mute and unmute is Alt-A. To raise and lower your hand is Alt-Y. On a Mac, to mute and unmute, it's Command-Shift-A. And to raise and lower your hand, it's Option-Y. If you're using the app, it is in the lower left corner for the mute button. And the lower right-hand corner for raise hand is the more button. Tap it and flick left until you hear hand. For a touchtone phone, to mute and unmute, it's star six. And to raise and lower your hand, it is star nine. So take it away, Kat. Also, real quick before you get started, Kat, if those of you who want to participate, make sure your PC or the app, make sure to hit that got it button, please, if you want to. Otherwise, you may not be unmuted uh, if you don't hit that got it button. But sorry, go ahead, Kat. Oh, hello, everybody. Let me just get my system popped up here. I can remember where I'm heading. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> Thank you all. Uh, this is Kat. My name is Kat Rogers. I am a sight loss instructor here at the Hull Foundation and Learning Center. Um, this is In the Kitchen with Kat, and it is brought to you by the generous uh, membership program of the Hull Foundation and Learning Center. And today's topic is how to magically clean up in our kitchens. Um, it's not going to be all on cleaning. There's going to be some uh, time when you can ask questions about different things. We are not limited to this one particular part of the kitchen. Um, so there will be time afterwards if there's anything in particular you want to ask me. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things in our kitchen uh, that none of us like to do, of course, is clean up after cooking dinner. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can you all hear me? Yes. Sound good. Okay. Um, 
So that being said, we all know that uh, when I do my kitchen, everything is contrasting colors. It helps me with everything that I do. So for cleanup, I have come across uh, certain things that uh, help with my cleaning and make it so much better. Um, there's certain things, you know, that we don't like to do in the kitchen. And of course, <clears throat> oh, sorry, my voice seems to be going already and I haven't even started. Uh, in our kitchen, some of us cook a lot and some of us don't. We do have things uh, such as dishwashers. Now, whether your dishwasher is named Honeydew or it's a mechanical dishwasher, what do you want to use to help in making your cleanup much easier is silicone bakeware. Um, there are several types that you can get in um, silicon that help with your cleanup. They also help with safety in your kitchen. For those of us with sight loss, it sometimes can be rather daunting uh, to um, be dealing with hot pans and everything. So there are silicone gloves and pot holders that will help you. Silicon comes in many different things. Uh, so not just what you're used to as pot holders and trivets, um, but you can get them in all kinds of things. What makes it great for cleanup is that they're dishwasher safe, they're toxic free, uh, and even if you're cooking something that's greasy, it's going to be contained and you don't have to worry about it uh, messing up everything on your counters or anything. Now, I'm not sure. Uh, some of you may be really into cooking. Um, so it's not necessary to buy the expensive bakeware or cookware. Um, it is cheaper if you buy them in sets. Uh, and eBay and Amazon, you can get a really nice set of them for probably under $30. When I say a set, it's either a baking set or, or a cooking set. The cooking set comes with different uh, sizes of casserole dishes. You can get liners that can go inside your air fryer or your... Um, what is that thing called? An Instapot. Um, I have an air fryer and I absolutely love the liner in mine because I can just take it out and dump it in the sink and you know, I can take a paper towel to wipe out the inside. I don't need to worry about um, missing much of anything. If you're into baking, there are silicon baking pans, um, breads, muffins. There's even a donut one that is really cool. Um, these type of things actually are much lighter and safer. Uh, I always had a complete set of the glass Pyrex um, casserole dishes, which are very heavy. And if you've ever dropped one, 
as a person with sight loss, it's very dangerous to try to find some of those little slivers that get around. These don't weigh much at all. Um, and as far as if you worry about being flimsy, you set them on a cookie sheet and you're fine. They do not collapse on you. Some people would think that they do, but they really don't. Um, they work very good. Uh, the cookie sheet itself, you can get a liner for that. Uh, it makes cleanup a whiz. Um, there are also uh, things in your kitchen. Now, when we're talking about cleanup, um, everything we do gets very, very messy. With silicon, it makes it a breeze to clean it up. So you can get a liner for the bottom of your oven. There are silicone, uh, silicone uh, shelves, uh, not shelves. Um, gosh, I have a brain block. I forgot what they're called. They're guards that go on the oven shelf so that you're not going to burn your hands when you reach in to pull out something, even if you have a potholder. Because, you know, some of us, we're not paying attention and our wrist may drop and we end up hitting that, uh, that shelf in your oven. And yes, we all know. <laughs> so does everybody two blocks down as you're screaming. Um, so those things will all help you. Now, when you're, when you're baking, I love to bake. There are mats that you can get. I have, um, uh, they're called cafeteria trays. And you can get the silicone mats that fit perfectly in. Oh, Kat, we lost you. Oops, you got muted, Kat. There I am. Can you there find we me go. now? Yep, okay. we got you now. We last thing we were talking about was um, the mats for the. Uh, I'm thinking cafeteria tray. Yes, uh, cafeteria trays are come in many different sizes. Um, IKEA is the best place I found for them um, because you can get them in different sizes. You can use the silicone trays or your um, contrasting colored cutting boards. It makes cleanup very good because it contains, if you're chopping onions and stuff, the, tea, the cafeteria tray will contain all of your um, pieces. The trays make it very easy on you um and pretty much you can use expand the space of a counter if you get a larger one if you need to cut different vegetables and things when it comes to cooking in the kitchen um as i've said i use contrast for everything well the silicon things also come in contrasting colors so there are utensils and I've already said the baking and the cooking where 
But the maps also come in many different colors as well. So not only does it help with the cleanup, but it also helps those with some vision who see contrast better to be able to keep track of what they're doing. For those of you who have no sight, feeling the edges makes it easier because you're not dealing with um, hot pans and all of that stuff. These things stay fairly cool. There are also, which is my favorite thing, and you can get them in most grocery stores now, it's a pair of silicone silicon gloves. They're dishwashing uh, gloves, but they have um, like a scrubbing pad built into the palms and the fingers and everything so that when you're scrubbing your dishes and everything, it's actually scrubbing and getting every single thing because you can take and you can feel every single corner. I like using those um, because I know I'm getting my dishes clean. I have a honeydew cleaner, but I also have a, a mechanical dishwasher itself. I don't always want to use it, so I find these gloves make it much easier to get everything done. Now, there's other things you need to do to keep your kitchen clean. Um, and like I said, I use the silicone, the silicone all the time. But you still have to make sure that your counters and everything are cleaned as well. When I've finished um, with dinner, generally, I try to make sure that all my dishes that I've used are in the sink. I don't leave anything sitting on the counter that I could possibly knock over. Um, this way, if it's all in one section, it's easier to figure out. I've gone into some houses and I've been a guest at their dinner. And when I walk back into their kitchen, you can't even find the counter because pots and pans and everything is all over. I'd never be able to figure out what's going on there. And, you know, people with um, a great deal of sight do forget, you know, that they can see things that we can't. And so they will assume, you know, that if we're going to go put a glass down on their counter, that there is a counter to put it down on and that there's not going to be a plate or a spoon or something there. So it is very important for us that we keep things clean, especially in our kitchen. Um, so now I am a baker. I love to bake. I love to cook. But then again, I love to eat. Me and food are my friend. Um, so that having been said about using silicon, silicone, uh, you know, I never know how to pronounce that word. So what I want to know from each of you one at a time is what, is there anything in particular that you find useful uh, for making sure that your kitchen stays clean and safe? And let's see, we could start with Mary. 
Well, we have 25 people. I don't think we're going to have time for every single one of them to. Oh, okay. 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 Diane's got her hand up. Go ahead, Diane. All right. How about Diane? Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing that I try to remember to do when I'm cooking is to measure my stuff on a, you know, at least a paper plate or some kind of plate where um, any fallout will land, you know, if, if it falls out of the cup or doesn't make it into the cup or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I find that that helps me. <laughs> mm. And that is an excellent, excellent thing. Um, because if you don't have the cafeteria trays, plates work just as well. Mm -hmm. I had a question about the silicon. If, if you're using a silicon, like as a cutting board, how mm -hmm. durable is it as far as, you know, are you able, if your knife is sharp enough, would you cut through it? Um, there are different levels you can get, and you can get ones that are designed for cutting. Um, um, the ones that I have, yes, the knife does cut it because I have, I have one particular knife that has a very sharp edge to it. And so um, it will cut it, but not all the way through. Uh, so I, that particular one, uh, all of mine are different colors. That one I keep strictly for when I need to cut with the larger knife because I know it already has cuts in it. Ah. Um, so I'm not messing up all of my boards. Okay. I, I, yeah. Um, and like I said, I do contrast. So like if I have a green cutting board for onions and I have a red one um, uh, that I can do like the cucumbers and my green things. Um, but when it comes to things that, uh, I use the sharper knife for the meats and things, if I have to use the sharper knife, then I have that one go-to cutting board. That is the silicone that I know for sure it already has cuts in it. Um, and because you have cuts in it, if you're cutting meats and things, you need to make sure that that is being cleaned off, uh, right away. You don't want the juices of the meats getting into those cuts it's kind of like um uh, a butcher block cutting board they have cuts in them those really need to be scrubbed um, the silicone i like better better than the wooden cutting boards simply because you can get into all those nooks and crannies when you're cleaning it and they are dishwasher safe too so you can put it in the dishwasher and sanitize it in there as well okay thank you Oh, real quick before you go to the next one, Kat, um, one thing that I do, uh, this is how I, the, the thing that I do is that I, um, especially if I'm measuring uh, large amounts of powdery things like sugar or salt, or, um, not salt, or flour, um, I uh, do the sink method where I just make sure, before I even cook something major, I always make sure that my kitchen is clean so I can start from scratch, uh, for sure. Uh -huh. But I always try to make sure to... If I have a really big, um, if I'm using a variety of different mixing bowls and stuff like that, um, I make sure to do it in the sink. Um, that way, mm -hmm. if anything gets down in, uh, you know, my counters are clean and, and I can just eliminate as much mess as possible. Um, that, that's another method. If you, don't, if you don't have a whole lot of counter space like I do to keep trays and stuff like that around, um, mm -hmm. I use a, a, another cookie sheet, for instance. I can grab a cookie sheet that I'm not using and, you know, 
quickly line it with, I don't know, whatever foil. And then just as soon as I'm done, I just clean that off or use a sink or different ways to do that. Make it as disposable yeah. as possible. Tin, tin foil is great. Um, it, it's more expensive in the long run. It does make things very easy to clean up um, because, yeah, you can line your cookie sheets, you can line your casserole dishes, and just when you're done cooking, pull everything together and toss it away. It's not as uh, cost-effective, though. Um, no, but it works in a pinch if you think it's full, for sure. It, yeah. Um, I generally don't uh, use my sink um, just because I, I have a tendency to bleach my sink and stuff. And I don't want to stand over my sink very much. Um, but it is because it will catch it if you have a garbage disposal even better. Um, if not, you need to make sure you have a drain catcher in your sink to make sure that if you do spill anything over um, such as pieces of lettuce or whatever, if you're making a salad, things like that, that it doesn't go down your drain. Indeed. Okay. Are you ready for Do we have any question? other questions? Oh, yes. Jewel is next. And after that, followed by the phone number ending in 974. So go for it, Jewel. Okay. So I wanted to mention a tip um, that I use when I'm cooking. I do pretty much the week's cooking at all at once. So when a dish is dirty, it goes in the sink. It doesn't mean it matter where I am in the kitchen. If it's dirty, it's going straight into the sink. And then I know at the end of the into the cooking session that all the dishes are in the sink or if they don't fit then they're in they're lined up next to the sink instead mm -hmm. of all over the place because mm -hmm. um, i tend to use the entire kitchen but all the dishes go either in the sink or by the sink mm -hmm. um i will mention i use a silicone um uh you were talking about the the drain catcher um the one i have is silicone which is great because you can push it inside out Mm -hmm. uh, or yeah, inside out and then um, dump all that stuff straight out instead of having to reach in there and, you know, yank it out if it doesn't dump out all together. Um, so you don't have to touch anything that was in the drain. Mm -hmm. um, and then I use silicone ice cube trays, which I love. And those are not just for ice cubes, but also for <laughs> when I make spaghetti sauce and you know, freeze vegetables and stuff. So the one yes, that, that is a very, very good idea. Um, there is so many different uses that, that uh, you can find for the silicone. I happen to have the same dish strainer um, in my sink and it does. It's nice and easy. I have uh, two, two trash cans. I have one that is for regular trash and I have a smaller one that is for food garbage. And so I can take that and I just dump it into the small one and I'm ready to go. Much easier. I hope that's a compost bucket. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have the same thing. A small metal bucket. That's our compost bucket. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, when you talk about uh, doing things with the ice cube tray molds, um, you can do that. They have uh, a silicone cupcake one also. Um, that if you want, you can take eggs uh, and you can put them in each of that. You can freeze your eggs that way also. 
um, which is nice if you don't if you want to buy a whole bunch of eggs uh, at the farmer's market or something and you only get there once a month or something. It's there's so many uses for those things. Um, one of my favorite gadgets is a pie crust ring that they have. Um, I, I make lots of pies. And as you all know that the outside of the, the crust always burns if you don't cover it. And for years, I used to cut tin foil and try to make my own, which for those of you who've done it in the past, it's not an easy thing to do. These silicone ones you just simply put on there, um, take it off Timmy's for the pies done, and you have a beautiful pie without burning the crust. And of course, clean up. Cleanup is a breeze. All right, so who else has a hand up? Next is phone number ending in 974, and then after that is EG. Okay. Good afternoon. This is uh, Teresa here in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I would like to share a safety tip for when you're cooking to, um, on the stove top, especially, mm -hmm. is to always um, make sure your handles are uh, turned usually toward the side. Uh, don't ever let them uh, stick out toward the front because that's a way for any accidents to happen, whether it's you or let's say even if for a parent that has a small child that's a, um, or a grandchild that, you know, they could pull it down on themselves. And that would mm -hmm. not be good. That, that and I'd like to know where do you, very excellent one. Mm -hmm. Thanks. And where do you find those um, like pie crust rings and the um, other silicone um, uh, mats that you were talking about? Where can you find these at? Well, I, I get mostly all of my stuff from Amazon. But uh, okay. I was in Walmart the other day, and I actually did see a bunch of them in Walmart also. Um, I okay, have so the, on Amazon. Go ahead. Amazon is fantastic because, you know, they deliver it to the house. And if you have Prime, it's a free shipping. Um, if you uh -huh. wanted to look at them ahead of time with hands-on, then I would suggest going to Walmart. But right. I can't say that Amazon has a very good return policy. If you get something um, and you find that it's not what you were hoping for or it's not going to, you don't think yes. it's going to work for you, you can easily return it. Okay, so what would you put in the key search term? Just um, if I were just, to look, um, what would I? Um, you can just put silicon and then put pie rings. Okay. Or um, I think I, when I used to do my mine, I started with because uh, of course I use Amazon Smile because that gives us a donation to the whole foundation with every purchase. Um, uh -huh. So I would go there and I would type in Silicon Kitchen, and it pops up with Silicon all kinds kitchen. of things you can do in the kitchen because you can get um, the. The, the spacers that go between your counter and your oven so that nothing falls down, they would be in that list. Your cookie sheets would be in that list. Your pie rings, you would find them there. They even have um, this really cool one that I actually have on order. I can't wait to get it. It's a donut mold pan. So instead of cupcakes, you can make donuts. 
Right. Which I'm going to try that. That's my newest thing I'm going to try. Um, when you were talking about the safety as far as the handles, they do actually yeah. make a silicon handle cover for those who have cat who use cast iron pans and things like that, so you don't burn yourself that way. Um, but we oh, also recommend cool. that you use your back burners only. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. a safety tip for everybody, really. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank okay. you. Is there anything else before we go on to EG? That's it. Okay. All right. And EG, I believe you're next. Is next, yes. Thank you. This is EG in Texas. And I've been using, I've got, I received some of the silicon cookie sheets and I have two questions. One is, does, does when you use a silicon sheet like that, does it change the amount of time you need to bake like cookies or whatever you're baking on it? The second thing is, is that I, I was pretty well known for the, 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 um, the um, bottoms of my cookies, I don't know how else to say it but they firm up because when they're on the pan and then you take them and you let them cool for uh, two minutes afterwards. And that doesn't seem to work as well on the silicon sheets. Is there some way to, to create that with the silicon uh, baking sheets? Um, well, your first question, uh, no, it does not change the baking time or anything. And as far as it should still be uh, crisping up, because you're not going to let it cool on the silicone. You still should be transferring it to a cooling rack. Well, but yeah, but see, I was, I was cooled them. Well, the first two minutes they were cooled on a, the, the, the cookie sheet and allows it to make the, the, the base of the cookie crisper. And then, then you transfer them to the, to the um, wax paper or, or whatever. So, but mm. that's, that's what the problem is, is it's not getting that final, final crisp Mm. Hmm. i've see i've never my cookies i generally once i've uh taken them out uh and they've cooled not too long um i transfer them to a wire rack where they're 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 not sitting on anything um but i've never actually made double check that they were crisped on the bottom you know i think i'll have to experiment with that Send me a sample. I'm making myself (laughs) a note to try that. Because, yeah, I use my uh, my, um, cookie sheet liner all the time. Thank you, Kat. You're welcome. Next is Linda. Uh, Yes, I wanted to tell you about a thing I got on Amazon that I really like because I don't know if any of you ever let your pans when you're cooking things, maybe they're boiling and then they start like spilling over or whatever. Hmm. Now there are two things you can do. The the first I've done a long time, but I forget to use it is, and I've been told you can like butter the inside above the, where the liquid is. And it, it's not supposed to be able to spill up over that buttered area. But, and I forget to do that, but I bought this thing from Amazon that I really like. <clears throat> it's called a silicone spill stopper lid cover. And it's six ninety nine. And it's a very peculiar looking thing. It'll fit almost pretty much, I think, any size pan you have. Um, it looks like a kind of like a big plate with handles. Mm. But I say that because uh, plates kind of cup up. 
But then mm -hmm. the middle, it, it has like, let's say an upside down um, uh, saucer with holes in it. That's part of the part of this contraption. I'm just trying to describe it. And, and so <clears throat> what and then it has a, a lid that's solid that goes on top of that area. So what you do when you're when you're through cooking is you have to take that lid off first because it, this also helps steam the things inside. Hmm. You take the lid off and you've got to do that or you burn yourself. The lid will cut the steam will come up then through all those holes that are in the middle. Hmm. And then once that's happened, you just take the the uh, handle and slide it off and hmm. everything's fine. Uh, if you don't do that, if you forget and try to lift it with that, that lid cover, that area covered with the lid, the steam will burn you. So you do need to remember to do that. But but it's fantastic because you don't ever have spillovers. I've never heard of that. I'll have to look that up. And you call it a, well, a spill it, stopper? I looked it up a minute ago to see what they called it. It's called a silicone spill stopper lid cover. And it's on Amazon. Okay. Very good. I'll have to look for that. And you know, another thing about the silicone is that uh, as far as storage space, <laughs> it uh, fits everything pretty much stacks together and folds and you don't have to have as much uh, room taken up storing stuff. All right. Do we have any more questions? No hands currently. All right. Well, I can tell you that um, in my kitchen, I uh, <laughs> I don't like to stand there either. Um, so for in you have to have safety. You got to make sure your rugs aren't slipping and sliding. So I found one of these thick mats, like you see uh, some cashiers have to stand on, and so I have that in my kitchen also. Um, it's a safety because it won't slip, but at the same time, I'm not getting fatigued. When you have any kind of sight loss and you combine it with being tired of standing or doing everything, that's when accidents happen. Um, you're not concentrating as much because you're too fatigued. Um, the one thing I like about the silicon is if, <laughs> if I'm baking and I drop it, it's fine. I make myself a mess because I haven't been paying attention, but I'm not going to break anything. I'm just going to make myself more of a mess to clean up. Okay. Um, so do we have any other tips? Can I pick on people? Yeah. Uh, hi, Anne. So you were talking about, you know, different containers and different sorts of things, right? I know we're talking, you, you had, had a, a session before about storage, but one thing that I've fallen totally in love with, I found these on Amazon. They're absolutely adorable. I was looking for reusable like containers, storage containers, and I found that Amazon sells these ones that are, I think, for about five-ounce containers. They don't stack, which is the unfortunate part about them, but I have a special place for them in the kitchen. I t there's five of them. There's a set of five, and I use one for each day of the week for work, um, which is great. Um, and they they sell these and they're wonderful. They're lined with silicone. So they look like a little silicone basket. Um, hmm. So if you drop the, the container, I read the re Amazon reviews. People have dropped these and they're fine. And the container inside the basket is, is um, inside of the liner, inside the hmm. liner is, is glass. 
So I love the fact that I can have these and, you know, plastic Tupperware is, is fine sometimes, but when you're, when you, it's just you and you do the cooking and you've been having something in your fridge for a week, stuff uh, <laughs> starts smelling a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I can't handle this. Um, so I looked up and the lids are plastic, but, you know, I, I squeeze them with soap, uh, no water, just a little bit of soap and let them sit overnight. Um, and, uh, with good soap, like Dawn or something. And, um, yeah, that, that's one thing. Silicone does just a bunch of stuff. You, you mentioned cookie liners and all that stuff, but they also have, um, these containers that are glass, but also are lined, have a silicone liner, mm-hmm. which makes it even better. Yeah, I have, um, they, they kind of look like the Ziploc bags only they're made of the silicon they are washable and reusable dishwasher safe um i have those and i got those at walmart it comes in a three pack so you got like a snack size one and a quart size one but you can just reuse them over and over and over you can put them in your refrigerator you can use them in the microwave and these are glass could, what and these are glass no, they're not glass. They're silicon. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, like I said, they're rewashable, reusable, and they're great for, you know, to take your lunches and stuff. And the way they are designed, they'll even stand up. So you can have, you can even put uh, your soup in them if you want. And it takes wow. up less room in your lunch bag and stuff. So how do they um, zip? How do they what? Zip. Oh, they have. They do have a, a zip zip on the top, just like you would have um, the Ziploc bags where you pinch them together. It's got a double layer, so it would be the double ones you just pinch and slide together. Um, and they do. They stay pretty good. Uh, I've put liquid in mine, and I've just I I've tossed it around in the back seat of the car, and it's never opened. It's never spilt or anything. They're fantastic if you're going on picnics and stuff. Um, and they're very, I have never had a problem with anything poking a hole in them or anything. You know, they work very good. <laughs> I, I have this one silicone water bottle. Um, we do a lot of camping and stuff. And this thing collapses so that when you're not using it, it's probably only maybe two inches tall but you can open it up and pull it up and it it will it will hold um i believe it's 20 ounces you know this this stuff here like i said it's very easy to clean it's very easy to store um and you know when we have sight loss we have to do things a little differently and I find a lot of my sighted friends have taken over my tips and used the silicone. And even they have found it to be so much easier because their cleanup is so much faster. They're not, they don't have to uh, uh, do as much scrubbing or anything. Um, can you imagine a lasagna pan trying to clean up afterwards? Uh, these... Um, lasagna pans that they have, uh, casserole dishes, even baked on lasagna just comes right off. I mean, 
I have melted cheese and burnt cheese. <laughs> I've cooked fish. They do not hold the fish smell. They don't do anything. Um, and, you know, a lot of us are more susceptible to smells in our kitchen. And so if you know, because people don't like using uh, Tupperware and stuff because a lot of it will hold the odors. Um, I have one old Tupperware that I swear, no matter what I do, still smells like onions. Can't get that out. Jewel has her hand um, raised. Yeah, I yes. wanted to mention, I was just looking at those silicone bags this morning because I've been told to get them that they would go alternative Ziploc because we hate using plastic all the time. Um, but I also want to mention, you mentioned the silicone uh, water bottle. They're mm -hmm. also for your guide dog users. The greatest thing I ever saw was a collapsible water bowl for a dog. Mm -hmm. Yep. Those things are so useful. It's like, why carry a metal or plastic bowl if you can just collapse it down and sticks in your backpack just fine? Yeah, they actually do have one that has a carabiner on it and you can hook it to your dog's harness um, that let the dog carry his own bowl. <laughs> I mean, why not? They have little pouches that you can attach, so why not their bowl? It's not just, it's heavy. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Now, it's amazing what you can find. Uh, and they, they, like I said, they're very lightweight very easy to clean and each one has multiple tasks that you can use for it um, i myself i'm a very crafty person so i use a lot of the kitchenware in my craft storage as well um, <laughs> you'd be surprised some of the glues i use to make my stuff it just it, you can just peel it off the silicone it won't stick to it or anything um, but uh, no. So does anyone else have any tips or tricks for keeping their kitchen organized and clean? No hands yet, but give it a minute. Oh, EG. EG has his hand up. Yeah, I, I'm not sure this is um, a tip for keeping clean, but it's a safety issue that I have being um, partially cited. But I have trouble seeing mold on bread or things like that mm. or uh, how do you how does everyone deal with that i mean obviously probably from time to time i probably eat something that's moldy that i don't realize it but uh, is there anyone that has any ideas oh this is cat and the only thing that i've actually done is i have to smell it um other than that i can't find it on the bread i can't find it on the cheese it's a very, very difficult thing for me. Um, so the only thing I can do is try to make sure that uh, I'm eating it in a timely manner. <laughs> I have my hand raised. May I make a suggestion? Yes. Is this 406? Yes, Lisa. Gee. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to, um, I learned recently that bread goes bad if it's left out or even in the microwave faster than if it's in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And what I do just all together besides that is I put like, I, I slice up my bagels and I'll put them in the freezer or my bread in the freezer. And then when I want it, I'll leave it out or put it in the fridge for a little while before I use it. 
and then have it. So this way I kind of make sure that it can't get moldy. That's an idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. My bread is always kept in the refrigerator, but you can still get mold there. Um, I like the idea of the freezer. That is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's see. Jewel is next. Okay. I had a tip um, for Braille users. Um, cookbooks, if you can do your own recipes and put them on thermoform, then you can just wipe it down afterward. You don't have to worry about getting the cookbook or your Braille display all filthy. Like your oh. Braille display should never get that dirty. So, mm. you know, if you put it on thermoform, it's that simple to just wipe it down like you would any plastic. I'm making myself a note. <laughs> I, I have most of my cookbooks are in large print and, um, I have been trying to find ways to do things with Braille uh, for the whole foundation because we do have large print cookbooks that people keep asking me for to have transcribed into Braille, but I haven't found a way that would make it so that they stay clean. So I like this idea. I will have to check into that. The other suggestion is to use an app and then have a keyboard cover so like i have a logitech k380 and i have a plastic uh, silicone cover that goes over it and then Mm. when i'm done cooking i take the silicone cover off wash that very simple and then my keyboard's on underneath um Mm. and i use the paprika 3 app which i absolutely adore which is like seven dollars and no subscription Teresa from virginia has her hand raised okay Hi, um, I heard someone mention something about putting butter around the rim of a pan to keep it from spilling over. There's another trick that my my grandson actually taught me and my son um, is you take a large wooden spoon and put it across the top and it won't boil over. Hmm. And I've heard of a, a metal I'm one, but it. I've never heard of a wooden one. I'll try yep, that. A wooden one. I guess it absorbs some of the bubbles because it gets wet, but it does not spill over. Yeah, it actually works. I do this all the time with with like hot stuff like that. This is this how I, I I learned this. Definitely, it works. It's crazy how it works, but it works. I know. I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I I like that idea because. Um, when I was growing up, my mother would take a metal spoon and when it started boiling over, she'd stick the metal spoon right down into the center uh, and it would stop boiling. But, you know, when you have sight loss, you're not going to always be able to see it, whether or not it's boiling over. And if you put that wooden spoon there, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, just stick the spoon in the pot and just let it sit. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I was going to try butter. And a good safe way to know, especially if you have a larger pot, to know where you exactly put the handle is because you don't want to be like looking for the handle while this thing is heat. There's heat all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So what I do with anything that I cook, regardless if it's soup or something, and I leave a spoon in there or a spatula, which all my spatulas and the majority of them are silicone, easy cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, is is um, I put them where the handle is. So I lay the the handle of the spoon or spatula over the handle of the pot or pan. 
Um, that's that's how I keep my my hands safe. Also, Jill has her hand up, and we're at forty-seven after. Okay, I have a much simpler way of keeping water from boiling over. If you get a pottery pot minder instead of a glass one, the pottery pot minder will keep it from boiling over. Um, sighted people do it all the time. Professional chefs do it all the time. Just put a disc of pottery in there, and then you also can just walk away from it, and it'll tell you when it's boiling. So the glass ones won't do it. The pottery ones will. Hmm. I actually have one of those, and it was left to me, and I didn't know what the heck to do with it. Now I do. It's been hanging up on the wall, and I've been figuring it. <laughs> See, this is what I like about this, because we all help each other learn things. And I have lots of new things to try in my kitchen. I have to make fish tonight, so I'm going to use a lot of things. All right. So do we have any other trip tips and tricks? Also, I'd like to know, because, um, you know, I, I do these cats in the kitchens periodically. Uh, is there a particular uh, topic or subject or something you would like us to do for the next one? We can always repeat some of the others, but if you have some ideas as to what you want us to do. No hands yet, but I'm sure there will be. Jewel has got her hand up again. Okay, Jewel. A topic that I'd be very interested in is how to preserve food for later. Freezing, canning, um, you know, all sorts of different storage methods, whether it's for that week or several months down the road. Oh, okay. That's good. When I, I, I enjoy canning. Um, I grow my own vegetables and everything, so I do a lot of canning. Um, and like I said, uh, eggs, you can freeze your eggs. Uh, mm -hmm. there's so many things that we can do. Um, and so, yeah, that sounds like a very good one. Yeah. We'll have to try to put that into, uh, I have a question for you, Kat, about those eggs. I, I, I've been sort of struggling with this, um, because I live alone and I, I think I'm going to eat eggs and then I don't. Um, <laughs> so, um, do you, um, Boil them first, or do you just store, store them? Do you wash them and then store them, or what's your storing method for, for All right, eggs? So, so if you were to take one of our silicone um, cookie, sh uh, not cookie sheets, uh, muffin, muffin pans, yeah. muffin pans, uh, you want to crack the egg open, put it, put one egg in each of the twelve compartments. Oh. Then you're going to put it in the freezer. Let it flash freeze for about an hour or two. And then you're going to take that out of your freezer when they're solid. And uh -huh. you're going to put them all into a Ziploc bag. And then put it back in your freezer. And then you take out one at a time as you want it. You, you can are put, wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was, oh my gosh. We always used to buy the eggs in the five dozen packs when we had Mr. Bob here. And um, 
then when he passed away, we still had almost a full box of eggs and we don't eat many eggs. So I had to find a way of preserving them. And that was the easiest way of all my research that, that, that I found. And it works fantastic. Um, and of course, right now, I mean, you used to be able to buy a five dozen um, box of eggs for about six bucks. That yeah. same box is now up to $14. Oh, yeah. So, so. I mean, yes, it's cheaper to buy them in the larger quantities, but if you're not going to use them, you've got to find an alternate. Exactly, my them. struggle. One thing that you could possibly cover, Kat, is, is how to sh- store uh, different foods, like freeze and store, uh, not just getting and preserving, but say bread. Um, I mean, there's, there's lettuce, like people preserve lettuce by wrapping it in tinfoil and it mm-hmm. stays fresh for longer or uh, different methods for cabbage, different methods for um, eggs. Eggs exactly. is a huge one for me. We can probably, yeah. we can cover, cover that topic. Definitely. I would, I'm interested in yeah. listening to that. I had a quick, well, just to comment on on the putting things in the freezer. But I, I recently learned that you could you could chop celery and put it in the freezer. Therefore, it doesn't go bad in the in the in the fridge. But the question about the, is about the eggs. And then once you've frozen them, and now you decide uh, I, I I finally want to have an egg or two. Now, do, do you fry them up or do you have to scramble them or or I mean, how what's the consistency? Well, you know, if you have put the egg into the um, muffin pan without breaking the yolk, <laughs> that's the key, <laughs> without breaking the yolk, then you can just put it in the fry pan and it will fry up. If you want to make a scrambled egg out of it, yes, you have to let it thaw completely and then scramble it and put your seasonings in it. Unless you like scrambled eggs, then you can scramble it up before you freeze it and put it in the muffin pan. Okay. Um, Thank you. I would comment that celery does not freeze well. Um, I'm not one for freezing. I would think that if you flash froze it, um, therefore you'd freeze the moisture, it wouldn't Uh. wilt. Freezing what exactly? Like a salad? Cel- no, celery. He said if you oh, cut celery. it into small chunks. Mm-hmm. We are at 54 after and we have two hands. Okay. Next. And yeah. go, Linda, quickly. Okay, 406. Hey, Lisa? Oh, yeah, 406. Is 406. Me. We'll go ahead while Linda's getting unmuted. Okay, thank you, Elisa G. Um, I got a question. I never heard of that with the eggs, so I, I missed the part of it. You take the eggs, do you crack them and put them in a muffin pan, was it? I missed the very yes. beginning of that. And how do you know if you're flash freezing, how do you know that it, that it, it like after an hour it froze? I, I'm not familiar with flash freezing. Well, um, you would actually, you'd have to know your own freezer. I know that mine freezer, if I put a uh, thing of ice cubes in my freezer, they're going to be frozen solid in an hour. So um, uh, when I say flash freeze an hour, I go by my freezer. You'd have to uh, know yours. Um, if you want to leave it in there for two hours, that's fine. Um, just once they are frozen solid, you just pop them out and put them into a Ziploc bag. It takes up less space and your, your um, 
going to keep them fresher longer from getting freezer burn, freezer burn if you've got them in the Ziploc. Make sure it is a freezer Ziploc bag. Yeah, and what are you popping it out of? What is it, a muffin pan? A muffin pan. Um, we use the wow. silicon ones, and they pop out very wow. easily because you just push from yeah. the bottom, and they just slide out easily. Or Thank in you. some cases, if you have large ice cube trays, you can do things, too, with those. Thank you. It is 55 after, so we are out of time. There's two more hands. I'm sorry, we're not going to have time to answer those questions. Wonderful. When I, uh, okay, so everybody, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Kat, for this wonderful topic. Teresa for wonderful hosting and, and Bev for, for streaming. Um, with, with that, we, I, I'm going to say that we want to thank um, all our, um, our contribu oh, whole Foundation and Learning Center uh, members and contributors because with, with that, them, these calls would not be possible. Um, so let's, let's tell a joke. Hey, Kat. Yes. One of my kitchen utensils seems to be playing classical music. I, I think it's a Chopin board. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a point to ponder. This is, I love this one. Um, As our, as our friends and family hover in the kitchen, let's remember that they hunger for more than, for more than food. Mm -hmm. The kitchen has... Um, an author of a cookbook, and I cannot pronounce her name, Mary Granley, um, an author of a cookbook. Uh, so just to finish off, for those of you who want access to our newsletter and information, learn about Whole Foundation and Learning Center, the phone number is oh next week's classes my bad real quick um being through the five senses we're starting the first uh, um, five senses next week it'll be the sense of smell um oregon state university will be presenting optiband haptic cane that'll be an interesting one uh through sponsored by Ho uh, whole foundation and learning center Accessible voting is our another topic we'll be covering next week. Sight loss and hearing loss, a group chat. And then next Friday, first Friday with for friends and family. And uh, these are not all available through ACB. So make sure to sign up for our newsletter and, and get on our list for the weekly community, uh, Whole Foundation Presents list rather. Um, so in order to get a hold of the information and learn about future classes, the number is 503-668-6195, 503-668-6195. The email is oralhull, O-R-A-L-H-U-L-L at gmail.com, O-R-A-L-H-U-L-L at gmail.com. And the website is wholeparkfortheblind.org, H-U-L-L, parkfortheblind.org. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thank you uh, for just taking the time, and we will see you guys soon.